Welcome into episode number 137 of the Brutally Honest Sports Podcast. Uh, unfortunately, didn't get the other episode be- up before the game today, uh, the Penn State game, that is, but um, kind of somber. Uh, back back with Joey. I mean, he's he's along for the ride, uh, the, the the ride that is that has kind of, you know, been an absolute roller coaster with Penn State per usual. Um, we're still at the stadium. I thought that would bring us some good luck and and that didn't even do us much good, but uh, anyways, uh, are you hanging in there? At least the Phillies got the win tonight, but yeah, the Phillies got the win, and uh, you know, I mean, like I've told you before, when Penn State loses, I mean, I, I'll when I was a kid, I used to cry. Now I just get mad, but I won a little bit of money on the game today. I took the under, um, and it, it's funny uh, <laughs> making a little bit of a financial profit can can soothe over a lot a lot of sting <laughs> and, and yeah it, it sure was a lot of st- i i should have hammered that under with you i mean this was this reminded me of a game like almost i, I didn't even really watch the bears grow you know back in the, i wasn't alive truth be told but like an 85 bears game where i mean what it was 10 to 6 for quite some time like it was no offense ton of punting um just great defense both sides of the ball. I mean, I hate to say it, but tip your tip your cat to the to the Ohio State defense. They showed up. They gave Penn State's offensive line problems. Um, they stopped the run. Drew Alar was just n- not there. Um, so I mean, we can get into all that, but what are your like watching this game and, and just you know first half going into halftime? Did you think that they were eventually going to get it together on offense, or did you think this was going to be? Just the story of the day. I, I thought at one point in the third quarter, I was like, you know, we're going to need a defensive touchdown if we want to win this game. Like, it felt that bad offensively all, yeah. all game long. When you were talking about it, it had the feeling of like, or what you would envision an 85 Bears team. Like, this to me had a feeling of late uh, 80s, early 90s Eagles because they had such a fantastic defense and such a inept offense like and i suffered through those many many seasons so that's what this felt like um and to answer your question i absolutely like at halftime i i felt like we're gonna win this and when they muffed that punt and we got it at midfield i'm just like we're gonna win this there's and, a chance. Yeah, exactly. Even even when I knew that we weren't going to win it is when I, I put this loss on on the coaching staff. Solely on the coaching staff. Um, because there were some of the worst game time decisions I've ever seen. Like everybody is, as, as we've joked about it, frequently I'm a, I'm a big Franklin supporter. I mean, I don't think he's the greatest coach in the world, but I, I really honestly don't think I would, would want anybody other, other than him. Um, th- that's a realistic option option <laughs> and a possibility. Um, but he, when he went for it on fourth and three at midfield with eight minutes left, why? Like as soon as he did that and we didn't make it, I'm just like that's the ball game. Like, right. why the fuck would you do that? Because even if, even if you stop them and you and you make them put them at a three and out, 
you're going to get the ball deep in your own territory again. So you've got still have eight minutes left. Your defense has been playing lights out. And I say that, but then you look at Ohio State's total yardage. They had 365 total yards. Um, you're uh, stopping Marvin Harrison. Not happen at all, but in all honesty, that was the that was the quietest 162 yards, 11 catches, 162 yards, and a touchdown you ever see. Like we were we were in that all the way up until then, and when he and then he, that's that's the drive that Harrison finally punched it across the fucking end zone. But yeah, that that this this game is solely on the shoulders of the coaches. Yeah, and 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 I just I can't like at some point in my in just in my opinion like I know James Franklin worked through the sanctions I know um, you know even Penn State under Joe Pa didn't have you know I don't even know what the record was against Ohio State but I know it wasn't great Um, but I I just I don't know man like I, I I just have to think like. The buck stops at his desk, and like this is just—I mean, he drops the one and ten against, or a one and nine or one and ten. I got to pull up the number, but he—he's beat Ohio State one time. Uh, yeah, he's coming in one and eight, so he's one and nine against Ohio State. He's—he's he's now two and thirteen on the road against AP ranked uh opponents. He's oh oh and ten on the road against AP top ten opponents. Um. And then, yeah, I mean, he's now he's one and eleven against AP top five opponents. So I, I just, I'm not going to completely put the game on him, but I am just at, I'm at, kind of a point where I'm like, I, I just don't know. It's the the definition of insanity is just doing the same thing, expecting a different result. It's 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 just year in and year out of this, and and now it's it, it's such a shame where I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to put it completely on Franklin. It sounds like I am. I you know. I, I really, really, I'm just t- sick and tired of it. But like Mike Yursich, I, I'm, I'm like, what in the hell was was this game plan? You know, I, I, they they abandoned the run multiple times. They're they're the receivers are getting no separation for for Aller, First of all, I mean that that is, wow. I knew that was going to be a key to this game. Um, I was my fear coming in that nobody would really assert themselves as a as a receiver. And you know, I mean, uh, KLS. Andre Lambert Smith six catches for fifty two yards. Um, Liam Clifford was horrible. I mean, he he dropped the ball three or four times. Uh, like Brett, like right in the numbers. I mean, Aller put it on some of the best throws Aller made all day were to Liam Clifford, and he couldn't he couldn't catch anything coming his way. So I mean, I, I just Theo Johnson two catches for thirty nine yards. Just no one did anything uh, offensively, especially in, at the receiver position and. I, they couldn't really run the ball. I understand that, but I mean, Singleton was averaging five yards a carry. It was just kind of sporadic when they would give him the ball. I, I Mike Yurcich, I, I he is, in my opinion, uh, like just in the crosshairs too because I, I just don't quite get it. Aller was horrible. I mean, just calling it how how I see it. That 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 game was just. I there were people on Twitter, you know, making the the point that the Iowa game was more fun to watch than this game. I mean, it, it offensively it was as bad as you can pretty much be. I mean, that, that was just painful to watch, honestly. I, offensively, at least as as bad as as you could imagine, without having turned the ball over. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that is the thing that that I I 
I, I, like I said, I put this all on the coaching staff because when I look at the, now the thing is though, a high state was missing a lot of, of their key starters on offense. That's um, oh, yeah. Had they had those, then this might've been a 35 to 10, 30, 42 to seven type of deal, right. um, which, which is kind of scary. <laughs> um, but it felt like talent wise were there. Like McCord didn't show me anything. I mean, he, he was decent, but he went, he, he seemed to be very streaky. Like he, that first drive, he, he boom, 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 boom. And then they kick a field goal. And then, we shut him down for a, a quarter and a half. He put together another drive, they and they scored a touchdown. And then we shut him down for another quarter and a half. And then, bam, he, he finds lightning in a bottle for 40-some yards. And, like, like I said, it, it, with, with Marvin Harrison, well, first off, I think I grew sick of – Maserati Marvin after fucking the second time that oh I my heard god that. <laughs> oh it was, it was well I saw another I think it was dear old state that posted they said you know after how many times of Gus Johnson saying the world famous the Ohio State are you turning down the broadcast and I was <laughs> and I and I I like chimed in I was like I. I think we'll hear it a couple times, but it, maybe it won't be too nauseous. I was kind of optimistic on that, but oh my! I mean, I and I, I, I don't know because I didn't. I actually muted them halfway through the second quarter and synced it up to the because I, I, I was. Well, I was actually watching the game out in my living room, and then I went into the into my bedroom to watch it on my computer. Um, so when I when I came in here, that's when I I synced it up because I'm just like. It was so – I mean, it's just the stupidest little things. The second the second time that we had the ball, um, Drew hit uh, – I think it was KLS for like a 10-yard play or something like that. It was first down on the very first play. And then we go three and out. And fucking uh, Gus was just like, oh, this is Penn State second consecutive three and out. It's just like – and and somebody had said oh, they must have, they must not have remembered that that first completion, and then somebody else had, had replied to that tweet. He's like, "Yeah, but I bet you they wouldn't have forgot if it was Ohio State." And, <laughs> and they're exactly right. Like it's just that, that kind of and so so I, I muted them. I I didn't hear a word they said for the for the whole second half. Um, but it, it's just I don't. It felt like our players were were good enough. Uh, they just were not put in the right p- position. They weren't um, – the play calling was uh, atrocious um, because it, it did feel like we could run the ball. Uh, not as – our offensive line isn't as great as what everybody had said coming into the season. I mean, and it does feel a lot of like deja vu. Like this has been the same story over and over and over again. I honestly believe that, like, um, those numbers that you've thrown out about Franklin, uh, particularly against the highest state, but against, I mean, quality competition, 
uh, you you addressed two things. One, he did come in here after the sanctions, and we're still playing top ten, top five teams and stuff like that. So you really have to like I don't I don't look at those those long term stats nearly as much as a, um, a lot of other people do. And then second, I just don't think that the quality of um, t- talent was there. Like, or, but I feel like this is like it, it or it, it could be. Um, it, it's close enough to where you 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 have to, in my opinion, you have to find a way to win. Like, how many? Like, if they come out next year, like, because I I don't, I know this is like not an earth shattering take, and everybody. <laughs> Pretty much everybody has said this already, but I this team is not going to beat Michigan. I I, I just yeah I, I disagree. I I want to hunt because I watched Michigan against uh, Indiana last week. Dr- put the ball into Michigan territory every drive in the first half, and they either well I mean obviously now we know that Michigan was getting the fucking signals and shit like that because the second <laughs> half. They they could not do squat. But the first half, I swear to God, first off, Indiana scored first. They drove right down the field and boom. And then the, every drive that they had, they got it into Michigan territory, and then they just shot themselves in the foot. Um, so to say that we're that we don't stand the snowball's chance against Michigan, I couldn't disagree more. I, I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I wouldn't make us a favorite. But I I truly believe that if if the right game plan is formulated and executed, I I give us a, I I give us a chance anyway. Um, but I don't know what's going to happen. But before that game is what in like three weeks or something like that. I think it's find- Indiana, Maryland. I'm pretty sure, and then Michigan. I- Okay. Let me see. I have I just have their thing pulled up right here. Um, we need to find a receiver yeah. before that. Yeah, it's Indiana, Maryland, Indiana at home, Maryland on the road, Michigan and back, Michigan. Happy Valley. Okay. There's there's that kid from Conestoga Valley or uh, Manhattan Township that that's on Anthony Ivy. <laughs> Fucking put him in there. Like that kid was. I mean, was lightning in a bottle when he played in high school. I, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, I, it's getting to the point where it's like, I don't care what the depth chart says. I mean, these guys are just not getting the job done. Like, I mean. At all. Uh, it, yeah, exactly. Like, put I, Malik Mega has completely fallen off the face of the earth when it comes to this team. Um, not that he was a superstar before, but I remember him catching that pass from, uh, shoot, that quarterback. Oh, Veyer, Christian Veyer back against Rutger. I mean, that's. Two years ago, not two full seasons ago, but um, like try something different because other outside of Keandre Lambert Smith, I mean, this receiving core is one of the worst I've ever seen in my life. Um, it, it, it's just painful. Like this game I was. I don't think was, they're hard. I mean, they're just they're very average and, and against quality. Like I've seen some. <laughs> I, I, as a quarterback, I've seen some pretty shitty receiving cores. So, like, I don't put that, I don't put them in that category. <laughs> but they're they're very nondescript. That there's nobody that stands out, and it's it's really accentuated when you go up because uh, I think Marvin Harrison's probably the best player in college football right now. Yeah, and, and yeah, 
he it's it's I never thought I would say this, but I mean he may be better than his dad. I mean, well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, obviously, when, <laughs> when we get to the next level and and things like that, but like I I, I, I don't know how many how my my I'll, I'll question you because like you you're much more of a a Franklin supporter than I am as and especially after another loss, I'm just I'm at a loss for words really. But like, how many if if the talent let's say right now is finally caught up. I think I think you can make a case that last year that last year's team was just as good as Ohio State's team, um, but like regardless, like how many more? Like okay, so they play them this year and next year. They'll play them both. If they go, if they lose the Michigan this year and then they lose to Ohio State next year and lose the Michigan next year, at some point it's like what 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 do we do here? You know, like I know they they probably I'd be sh- shocked if they bought James Franklin out of his deal. But like this to the fan base is like not. I mean, it's whether it's his quote unquote fault or not. Like he's the head coach. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the yeah, day, he, he's. I, I mean, the buck does stop there. He's he's the captain of the ship. He's re- responsible for the whole program. Um, but and and then that goes back to the whole. What is success? And you, you're getting a lot of people now that are becoming they're they're not satisfied anymore with the 10 and 2 season which is completely ridiculous to me we i mean i have lived through penn state's national championships and i mean with the exception of because we won both of those in a span of four years we played the we played for the national championship three out of five years and that's it. We haven't been back since. So we are not a blue blood of college football. We're, we're not a fucking <laughs> national icon that is going to be contending for national championships every other year, every third year. But we want to so, be. That's the thing. How do we? Uh, that's exactly. We what's the right? Be. What's the right course of that? Like, how do we get there faster? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do we close that gap? In my opinion, like. And, and I mean, I really, I, I, I swear to God, like, well, first off, things change next year with the playoffs going to 12 games, 12 teams, because as, as much as people want to bitch about Franklin and stuff like that, in the first nine years, I think like six of his teams, six or seven of his teams would have qualified for the playoffs. So then you get into playoffs and then you never know what's going to happen. I agree. I think like, like it's tough those first couple of years because of sanction, like in recent memory, like, okay, so let's say the last four matchups. Oh no. I see that. I don't want to make it that. That's such a exact number. Like I'd rather it be like a five, right? If, if Penn state was like two and three against Ohio state in recent memory, even I think you'd have, like more people on Franklin, like it's just the the disparity of like they they it seems like they don't even like yes they've had close games yes this and that and the third but it's like we can't beat the, like James Franklin cannot beat Ohio State like it is you know what I mean like it's it's almost like it's a given that when we play them 
it's just you can chalk it up. Like I was cautiously like people were, you know, I forget her name, Caroline, that that Penn State ultra fan on on Twitter. She was saying, you know, uh, basically, fuck me. Why did I get my hopes up again? Like, and that's what, and that like that to me is what it feels like now because like I'm I'm at a point where I don't I don't want to sit here and get my hopes up anymore because. I should just expect them to lose. And then if they do win, it will be like a, cause I really thought this time around it was going to be different. And like I said, I'm not, it sounds like all I'm doing is blame, blaming uh, Franklin, but like Mike Yersich plays a huge role in this one too. This was offensively just an absolute disaster. And, and like, I know Allard's young, but so is Ohio state's quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get that excuse completely. Like, I don't want to blow that out of proportion either. And I know, um, Drew Aller doesn't have Marvin Harrison Jr. It's a lot. He he's at a disadvantage. There's no doubt about it. The offensive line puts him at a disadvantage. The play calling, but I, I just for some you know to big time players make big time plays. You know, and it's just I I it's getting to the point where I I just don't know how much more of this you know coming up short every single year to them. It, it's it's just nauseating. You know what I mean? Like it, it is very. It's tough to swallow year in and year out and team in and team out and quarterback in and quarterback. It's just what's what's the answer going to be and and how do we get to the how do we get to a solution that's not going to take another five years? You know, like I, I just will this team be better next year? Potentially, but will Manny Diaz be here? Who knows? You know, so then maybe we take a step back in that respect. Then our defense isn't absolutely elite. Like there's so many things that play into this. And they always come out on top somehow, some way. And and the, I would just like us to come out on top some more frequently than we are, you know? Right. So since we've joined the Big Ten, um, Joe Paul had, had beaten Ohio State six times. And that was over the course of from 94 to 2000 and – 2011, um, but I don't think he was the coach then. Like, we beat Ohio State in 2011, um, but I don't think that Joe Paul was the coach, was still coaching then. Um, so that's, that's what, like, 16 or 6 plus – that's 17 years. 17 years he beat him six times. So it's 6 so and 11, basically. Yeah, well, almost because we didn't we didn't used to play them every year. Okay, that wasn't a guarantee. Um, before they had the, it, it used to just be the Big Ten. Um, before they even had the bowl, like the 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 Big Ten championship and stuff like that. So, um, and you bring up a great point because there's absolutely no guarantee that Manny's going to be here next year. Uh, I, I mean, we all pray that he is. But the, I mean, I'll be more so, surprised if he is. You know what I mean? Like I will be more surprised. I mean, I don't know because from everything that I hear, I, I mean, it sounds like he likes it here, um, and he's he's making his name by. I mean, because this Penn State defense, um, I saw a thing on. Uh, I saw a tweet today from uh, Brandon Short. Uh, he was the linebacker of the on the '99 squad with uh, Lavar and Courtney Brown, and he's just like, look, I mean, 
it stings now, but there's, I mean, the, the defense played well and stuff like that. There's, there's things positives to take away from this. And I'm like, yeah, it does sting. And I'm like, I've got to be honest. I, I never thought I'd see an, another defense as good as yours, but this one is, is, is damn near close. Like this is, this is an amazing defense. And what they did today, even though they gave up 365 yards, it was the quietest 365 yards. Like we, it felt like we were in control of that game almost the whole time, with the exception of like a couple of drives here and there. And so, it, having watched Drew play this year, I, I have no doubt. I have no doubt of his confidence. I, I have no no doubt in his ability. Um, he, he he's still not even 20 years old yet um and like like you said he doesn't have a depth he doesn't have a a, a maserati marvin <laughs> <laughs> he's got a fucking yugo liam <laughs> <laughs> oh my god don't yeah he he looked i mean yeah he he was bad but he wasn't the only one that dropped the passes i mean fucking how Nick's dropped a pass coming out of the backfield, like just War, yeah, War, Warren dropped the pass to him, right? Yeah, exactly. Hand. I mean, it, like, it, but the thing is, like, how many times did he throw down the field? And that's where I think it's 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 part of the 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 whole play calling mentality of it seems like they're so worried about him getting interception that they're the these play these pass plays one are 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 too numerous and then two they're they're not threatening anything because if you if you don't have the quality receiver to to break free and and then they're so they're covered and they're short and i just i was incredibly disheartened by the play calling. And, and I am a huge Yersich fan. I think he is the quarterback whisperer. And I think that given uh, if you give Darren Hagan's uh, uh, no, not Hagan's, fucking uh, the the wide receiver coach. Oh, I forget his, yeah, I forget his name. So, the, honestly. The, but he played quarterback in Virginia. I know that. Yeah. Um, uh, and so you give him uh, another year and we get some some we just need talent that's all i mean but that uh, the uh so there's a receiver on um a high state that was was a five-star recruit that had committed to penn state and then transferred uh, then rescinded and went to high state that julian fleming yeah he only had one catch today i mean he looked like shit <laughs> so I mean, even though you're a five star, that doesn't guarantee anything. I mean, I, you look at all the the quality receivers that we had. Um, I think very few of them were four stars. Most of them were three stars or whatever. I mean, Jahan. I mean, Allen Robinson coming out of high school. They were they were recruited, but they weren't fucking Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. And so it, it's it, it's very easy to be disheartened now. Um, and this is a scary time for them because they, they, I I just I mean because I've seen teams Penn State teams that have like lost once and then just 
packed in, like the, unraveled. They, yep, yep. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, they still. I okay. Texas almost lost to that. Oklahoma won by two fucking points against UCF. Um, like all these teams are had had big scares. I mean, there there is not a single dominant team this year. Um, so we still hold our like based on the way that we played Ohio State, and this is probably uh, when we come back for the break, we'll talk about where they're going to fall and w- what the future holds for the uh, the young Nittany Lions. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Unfortunately, we didn't talk about kind of the elephant in the room as far as, you know, one of the biggest problems that that this team ran into today was just the third down efficiency. I mean, they finished one for 16. I can't remember the last time, um, you know, they were that bad on. Oh, and and not to mention they that 30 point streak came to an end, too. So, yeah, I didn't think about that until till like right now. But it oh, man, just the third. It just. It felt like, and and the time of possession obviously was pretty lopsided too, which you know is to be expected when, when your offense can't you know put drives together. Um, but it was like, man, it felt like every time they were out there, it was just third down right away, and then boom, they couldn't they they were either backed up or they just you know it was an incomplete pass or they couldn't get enough uh, yards on the on the ground. It was just I I don't remember Penn State a uh, Penn State offense even under. Like Sean Clifford on his worst days, um, just the third down, I, they could not, they had no idea what to do on third down all day. They had no answer, you know. And No. Um, so we have to talk about the first thing, though. The blown call where they called the defensive hold on the touchdown that we scored. Oh, that was, God, uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Painful. I, it was, and you will never, or I should say never, but you will very rarely ever hear me say, that one call didn't blow the, that call didn't cost us the game. We have had games against the high State where an egregious official's error cost us the game because it gave them an extra down or, or whatever. <laughs> um, that wasn't the case with that call, but it definitely, I mean, that would have been a completely different story. Yeah, yeah. I would have been shifted what, momentum. Seven, shifted momentum. It would have given us the lead, um, and, and you could tell that, like after that happened, that uh, Ohio State was reticent to 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 throw again, like or at least for a while, and then eventually they they realized, well, we can't because well, they averaged one point nine yards per rush, just like we did. I mean, neither neither team rushed the ball well. They had 79 yards, but they also – and I just – this was such a, such a frustrating – because it felt like we were we were there so many times when when they when that that punt uh, fucking hit the the guy's leg and we were able to recover it at midfield. And then you just decide you decide to start throwing again. Well, uh, th- that 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 drive and that the second or third drive when Singleton broke it, we finally had a twenty yard play. Yep. Yep. Um, courtesy of Nick, and we we had two two first downs in a row rushing, 
and then you start throwing it. You throw first, second, and third. <laughs> Abandon it right away. Yeah, I, right. I, I, I mean, I get that you have to mix it up and things like that, but I don't know. Like, establish establish a run. Now, and two runs isn't establishing a run. It, it, I mean, <laughs> right. it, it's girl. It, it's a great. It's a great start, but. Two runs is to say, oh well, we're here now. Let's let's talk. And again, this was just such a poorly designed offensive game plan. And, and and yeah, exactly exactly to your point. Like it felt like, and I was saying it all day long. I was like, okay, this is the possession. And then I okay, whatever. I have confidence. Our deep like, but I was I was thinking in my head. I was like, this defense cannot. Like I know this defense is it might go down as all time great as far as Penn State uh, defenses of all time, but but it felt to me like I just being the pessimist that I am, especially against this team that we historically just cannot beat. It, it's like I, I was like you know it, this is gonna break eventually. Like you put this defense yeah. on the field eight million times, it will in you know everybody will will bend bend and not break, but they will they will eventually break. Exactly. And it's like, just a, it's it's a numbers thing. Um, right. And 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 like you said, like the touch on that the running game, like um, to abandon it right away, it, it's just mind boggling. Like it's it's once again, you know, we talked about we've talked about the Eagles in the past doing this. It, it's just like make them respect your running game, like make them account for it. Because when you go, you know, when you when you bust off a couple of runs, but then you immediately go pass, pass, pass. As soon as you come back on that field, they're still gonna think you're gonna. You might run it on first, but you're gonna pass it on second and third. Like you, you have to at least keep them guessing. And and obviously, Ohio State's one of the best coach teams in the nation. Like they're not stupid, so they'll sit back there and like they would give, they would give Allar the little short passes all day long. But like the one thing that did impress me, obviously, other than just the well, the defense as a whole, but the red zone defense, like. Even on that first drive, I was like, oh, my God, here we go. Like, well, Ohio State's going to find a way to score points. Yep. And, like, our defense just absolutely got after them in the red zone. Like, they – it felt like they were – they just clenched. You know, they, they everybody locked it up and just – and figured it out down there. And it, that's almost why this, this loss is so gut-wrenching is because, you know, this defense is so good that we couldn't – we couldn't help them out and 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 just do enough to win this game like that. It was really of who's going to do enough. And like you said, I, I think you you nailed it, or you know, you really nailed the point of when we when we went for it at the forty, you know, late there. I was like eight minutes left in the fourth. Like you pretty much felt like okay, like this defense cannot make another stop. And then even if they do, like you said, we would have been pinned back. It, it just I would have taken our my as. as piss poor as the offense was i just would have been like all right you know let him punt it away make the defense make yeah. make another stop and then hopefully we can get it together there were there were rumblings like that you know would you have put in and like i'm sure it's it's a confidence hit to alar if you did it but like would you have put uh bow in there just to run rpos a little bit just to mix something up Right. That would have been the only reason because <clears throat> there's there's not a there's not a play in the world where I think Bo runs it better except <clears throat> RPOs because 
and Drew's not a bad runner, but he's he's not. He's not even a Clifford though to me. Like running. No, around. not even close. I thought Clifford was a was a very solid running quarterback. <clears throat> he was he was deceptively fast, and he was a threat to run when he when he given the ball down, and and, and Drew's not. He, he, Drew can run a like I mean he'll run. He's he's big, so he can do the he can do the fucking push uh, the tush push, and he can. <laughs> He 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 made some decent runs, but yeah, like I don't necessarily. You 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 set a very dangerous precedent if you start interchanging them like that, um, because then you really do start messing with his psyche, um, and I don't. It, He's the guy. He's the kid who got you to the fucking dance. You, you. I mean, you. You got to ride it out with him. Now, if you want to make a switch like that, but their quarterback rotations very rarely work. When um, they were no, I and I totally agree. I just when they were struggling so much, like towards the end of the third quarter, you're just like, oh my god, like this is just every drive was just awful. Like, and you're just calling <clears> it how I see it. I would have loved to see. Fabula in there just to run the art. Like I'm not saying take two series straight and throw the ball here, there, and everywhere, but like just to keep you know Ohio State a little bit honest. Like even if they didn't get anything on it, I just would have loved to see all right, Bo running the the RPO. Maybe it fires him up. You know he 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 runs over one player or something. Like you just don't know. I, I would have taken the chances at that point just because the offense was beyond inept. You know what I mean? It was just. As well, bad see, as you can be. I don't think. I mean, I don't think it was that bad. It and, and I don't think it was. It was. I think it was more on the play calling than it was the the execution. Um, but I think. I mean, if we if we really think about going down this road, what would have happened if Perbula would have gotten success? I th- I still but, think. Knowing how Franklin, like, like you know, how he would never go away from Sean Clifford no matter what, I still think, um, you know, Alar would have been in the game. Like, no matter what. Exactly. But so so now you have – I mean, and that creates so many more problems. Like, the worst thing in the world is, is to, to, in my opinion – or not the worst thing, but one of the worst things in, <laughs> in the world is to put Bo in there and – have him drive the team. No, the, the, he can field goal, get a touchdown. And now, what the fuck do you do? Like, the, I get the it. Next I, I, I get it. I was just the the <clears throat> the lack of execution. Whether like you know we've been over this now, but whether it be the coaching staff or <clears throat> or Allor or the offense, you know, as a whole, whatever. Like it was so bad that I was like, you know what? Like I know, you know, that might have shaken things up, or or you know, in the long run, might have not been the smartest thing. But against Ohio State, when you kind of not have them on the ropes, but you're in a in a game that any possession you can take the lead, any fucking possession here you could have had the mm. lead. I was like, you know what? Like, I don't care if you if you direct snap it to Singleton. Like, do something other than what you're doing because. Well, I mean, they did try a couple of those trick plays. I mean, they, they tried the, the the flea flicker, yeah, I know. the flea flicker, the the receiver uh, pass, the double pass. Um, 
And I, I, you know, I'm, I was shocked that Ohio State's defense was as good as it was. I, I knew that their offense was good. Um, I think they're I mean, seventh I, I, in the nation, though. What's that? They were seventh in the nation, I think. Penn State. They like were. Number- they were th- number three in the nation in scoring defense. This is the crazy thing. Going into this game, the top three schools in the country in scoring defense: Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State. Like that either says that we have amazing defenses or we've played incredibly soft opponents. I think there's, I think that I take the latter, you know, like there's somewhere middle, yeah. the middle ground. Um, no, I don't think there's much middle there at all, but Michigan hasn't played anybody yet. Um, our, our toughest opponent was fucking West Virginia uh, yeah. offensively. Right. A- and a high state, Played Notre Dame and, and they they helped them to what like fourteen points, seventeen points, something like that. I mean, and, and but Notre Dame isn't what everybody's cracked out to be either. I mean they've they've lost to Louisville now, so like <clears throat> that's the whole thing. There's no there's no dominant team in college football this year, and uh, I I don't think Ohio State's going to win the national championship. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. Either. I think um, Michigan has a better shot. Of, and of the two, I, there seems to be so much shit going on in Harbaugh's organization now that this is eventually going to catch up to him. Like the the stuff that's coming out now about the the sign stealing and things like that, and is 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 very serious. Like I mean. To, <laughs> understatement of the year. I mean, it can be very serious. I mean, this could be like forfeiting wins. Um, it would be very tough to see them hold on to hardball. So this is perfect time. In the, like three weeks from now, all hell could be breaking loose in the, in the University of Michigan organization, football organization. So that would be a perfect time for us to play them. Uh, <laughs> Um, but when we're talking about historically against the Ohio State, do you realize that we have never beaten them back to back years? That's yeah. I mean, that's it, insane. Yeah, they just—that's probably. I mean, yes, we've talked about it. Where like you know, envy is the biggest motivator of hate and things like that. But like, I genuinely hate their. I hate everything. I, it, and and did you, you know what's f- hilarious? Like what what point that I have to make about like, I mean I saw Ryan Day talking a little bit at the the game as much as he nauseates me, but it, it's like they they even said like, well our our crowd was such a huge factor in this game. That crowd does not hold a candle to a a, a crowd in in Happy Valley. Like if that. Like I, I mean, I, obviously, I'm watching it on TV. I've never been to Columbus. I've I've been to to Happy Valley. I know I I haven't even been to a whiteout though, so I don't really have the full experience. But like that crowd was not that into it. Like there was, I was watching. You could hear a pin drop a couple times throughout that game, and like that does not happen in Happy Valley. You know what I mean? So I just right. I don't buy the whole like, you know, Columbus is such a crazy place to play like i i was watching justin king on on his pot on his podcast uh state of state you know talking about because he's played out there you know and he said mm-hmm. you can take that that crowd 
out of the game kind he he said not easily but you it's it's doable taking that crowd out of the, like you make a couple of plays you you get a couple drives together I, their their crowd and and the atmosphere doesn't freak me out as much as just their raw talent and like their the, the players that they can recruit are are most of the time men amongst boys like it it's right. that's more so where i'm always like fuck we got to keep up with them you know right. it's not so much like that place is not what it's cra- in my opinion it's not cra- it's not what it's cracked up to be yeah no i i agree i mean <clears throat> it's historic and i would love to go see a game out there um i just sent you a clip though on uh, on twitter um their fans are are, are if if you didn't hate their fans before, you will after you watch. Oh, I saw I saw that. Yeah, that was that was blowing up. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and it's funny because I saw somebody is like, "Hey, I'm going out to I'm going out to the um, Columbus to watch the game. Um, are their fans as bad as what I hear, or, or am I gonna?" <laughs> and, and people are like, "No, I had really great experiences." Blah blah blah. Like, and I'm thinking to myself. For how? Like, from everything I've ever heard, these fans are just like complete trash. And and and, and no offense, like we're we're Philadelphia fans ourselves, but like they kind of try and be that type of like moxie, like fuck. If you don't like Ohio State, get the fuck out of here. Like that's basically <laughs> the vibe I get. You know what I mean? Like it's the same yeah. thing with Philly. Like if you're not. Rooting for a Philly team, like you, we don't want you here. I get that vibe. Like I've seen, I've seen clips of of their fans and and tailgates, and they, I mean, yeah, it was Michigan. That's like their arch arch rival, but, um, you know, them throwing like pushing people around, pushing them into to trash cans. Like it, it's to say that they they're a nice fan base. Like they're not. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Not, not even close. <laughs> they're not exactly the most welcoming. Like. They they're not so no, but um, so I I think um, this is I mean this has been a, obviously to say that this has been a disappointment is a uh, understatement of epic proportions. But where do you, <laughs> where do you think that they fall in the polls? Yeah, I mean just looking at I mean for sure I mean it's not like they got killed so it's not like you know you you can make the case they were competitive against. You know, a top. I mean, the Ohio State sitting there at three. Um, I mean, Did I they think, drop out of the top ten? <laughs> knowing, knowing how much the uh, the people that run all that hate Penn State, typically, I yes. wouldn't be. I wouldn't be shocked. I could see them at like eleven or twelve. I think that might. You know, I think Alabama might jump them. Alabama sitting at eleven. They move back into the top ten. Um, well, see now, now Alabama struggled today but they ended up winning by by two touchdowns two, two touchdowns right and then i mean covered, or- the, covered my spread thank you very much <laughs> uh oregon sitting there i mean they they played washington state who i mean who cares about them but um you know they they win by 14 i i think oregon has looked good enough to where i i wouldn't be shocked if they if, if they they're already at nine so um they probably maneuver their way in um, you know what's really funny though? Is it's it's like ever since Caleb Williams started running his mouth, he is like they have sucked. I mean, they they haven't done anything. So um, they USC drops another game. I love to see that. I'm really rooting against the kid, honestly, <laughs> at this point. Um, 
which sounds so petty, but I'm right there with you. I I, I, I don't like arrogance, man. I I don't. I'm not a fan of it. So, um, that being said, yeah, that's 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 for that for that reason. I'm, um, but yeah, I, I could see like I trying to pull up the top ten. I mean, UNC lost, which I mean they were sitting there at at number ten, so that shakes things up a little bit as well. UNC lost. Yeah, to Virginia, believe it or not. That's beautiful. (laughs) First loss of the season uh, to a Virginia team that's now two and five. Um, But yeah, who? Let me see who else. Top twenty-five. Top twenty-five. We got Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State. I don't see that changing at all. Yeah. Texas wins by a touchdown against Houston, but they won. So I see us – I mean, we might we might fall to 10 because it was a close game and our, our defense is – I mean, I put our defense up against anybody, any offense in the country, and I would not be that concerned about it. Now, Arizona State's beating Washington – in the third quarter, seven to three. <laughs> oh shootout. Yeah, what a shootout. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, there, this is just a, a very bizarre season. And that's why uh, Iowa lost, unfortunately. Um, they lost 12 to 10 against Minnesota. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, very unfortunate. Such a such a tragedy that is. But well, um, hold on here for a second. Um, so Navy and Air Force played today. This the the spread was Air Force by um, Air Force was laying ten points. The over under was thirty one and a half. Well, it's like the Navy Army games. That's that's yeah from the forties. Well, even now, I mean, the, those Navy Army games are usually like. Well, they can they can be, or they can also be incredibly high scoring. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Thirty-one and a half, though, Aaron, and it went under <laughs> seventeen to six. Yeah, my God, I wish Navy would play a little bit better, but I mean, Air Force know, is so. ranked. Believe it. I mean, you know, it's insane, but well, they're undefeated. Yeah, right, yeah, right. But the thing is, I mean, I, I saw somebody in a Facebook group say, I think they just played my JV high school football team. <laughs> <laughs> take, a, man, take, man. A, take a guess at how many uh, passing attempts uh, Air Force attempted. Three. Is that your final answer? Yes. It, that would have went over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> five, four for five, their quarterback was. Four for five. Oh, no, it went under that. No, my like, guess what? Oh, the yeah, third like, one. Oh, yeah. Over over your guess. Yeah, over, yeah. over the amount. Oh, he was 80%. I mean, geez, <laughs> four, what could you want? Five. I mean, it's just un, it's what, four for five for 151 yards, though. Yeah, yeah. He yep. averaged 30 point, 30.2 yards per, but, per completion. Yeah, and on the other on the other side, Navy attempted, you know, they threw the ball 23 times with their starting quarterback. And he had 96 yards on 13. Yeah. Like it's just two, two interceptions. Yeah. R- right. Right. So, I mean, for a team 
a team to pass the, the the ball five times and to win by double digits. That's just that's just mind blowing. But like you said, I mean Navy, Navy is not. Hopefully Navy beats Army, but I probably not. I mean I will root for them every year. But uh, well, I'm trying to figure out because Navy evidently so they scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter and went for two, which would have made it. Yeah, why the fuck do you go for two? That still makes it a nine-point game. Now, had right. they kicked the field goal, or had they kicked the extra point, the it's point ten, after ten-point game, I I would have pushed my bet instead of <laughs> lost my bet. <laughs> Fucking Uh But yeah, I mean, I guess we can. You know, we will just like Penn State. We'll turn the page. I mean, Indiana should be a, a get right game. I, I'm yeah. I'm on the record as saying Indiana is just god awful. So I mean, hopefully, I mean, all things permitting. I mean, I think you got to get Drew Allar. You know, back in the swing of things, he plays. I mean, stat. If you're if you're a statistician uh, and you're looking heavily into that, he does play a lot better at home. I don't. You know, maybe strength of of opponents plays a role into that, obviously, but he has played better at home. So, um, need some confidence, need, need to like, turn, like I said, turn the page on this Ohio state game. It's over and done with sucks. I wish I didn't have to wait a whole nother season to, you know, beat potentially beat them again. Um, well, yeah, it's, it could, it could potentially happen at the end of the year in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll 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 remain cautiously optimistic again, but it's oh, very man. cautiously, very like ex, ex, like proceed hiding, with hiding in hiding in the corner with the lights out underneath the blankets. Cautious, proceed with caution. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. But yeah, when we come back from break, we'll uh, I guess we'll we'll turn the page on Penn State and 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 look for something positive because the Phillies have. You know, such a up and down series with the the Diamondbacks of all teams, but um, they did pull it out tonight. We'll get, we'll touch on that. We'll touch on the how how much does Joey like the Kelly Green that mm-hmm. the Eagles will be sporting, um, and you know where do you see them winning this week, and and maybe just some NFL roundtable a little bit. So we'll be back in a little bit. Yeah, so some more positive and and uplifting news is the uh, the Philadelphia Phillies. I mean. <laughs> Yesterday, we didn't exactly feel that way. <laughs> um, as the late, you know, innings, you know, were upon us, and you know, Kimbrel struggled, and and just you know, the game kind of went all Arizona's favor. Um, there were definitely some questionable calls at the plate once again. The, I mean, I, I just feel like the MLB has to do something about these these umps, but they probably won't. Is my uh, is my gut feel on that, but. Um, tonight, I mean, Zach Wheeler just cruised through that lineup. No issue at all. I think he ended up just giving up the one run, um, on a solo, on a solo shot. But yeah, I mean, really it's these series are like a tale of like two, you know, every game's different. I should put it that way. Like just, just, just because you lost yesterday doesn't mean anything for the next, like, they're, the momentum can swing so fast in these series, as you're seeing it in the even more so, I would say, in the Texas uh, Rangers and, and Houston Astros series where, you know, Texas goes up two games to nothing. You're thinking, wow, 
Houston might, you know, actually have an early exit this year. And now, boom, uh, Texas is looking up at a three to two deficit. Like, it's just, it's crazy. I'm a little surprised the Diamondbacks have been able to make this a series a little bit. I, I definitely laid some money down on the Phillies in game three. Um, and, you know, didn't go so well for me, but, uh, or I'm sorry, in game four. Uh, but yeah, it's, I still, I mean, Phillies win tonight. They go up three to two. Wheeler does his thing. Seven innings, uh, six hits, one run, six K or I'm sorry, eight Ks. And, and Hoffman has been dynamite in my opinion. I mean, he, I know he gave up the one run the other night, but really he has, he has great stuff when he's on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so what do you think? Do you think Phillies closes out? In uh in game six, or do you, yes, that's yeah. And my uh my best friend, he's just like after they lost in game three, he's just he said, "Do you think they're trying to bring this back to Philly?" <laughs> and I thought about it, and I could see this team doing that. I I don't know if you want to take that risk though. Of I mean, course, you don't want to take that risk. Yeah. When I was in Little League, I was a pretty decent pitcher. Uh, there was a kid, though, um, he was he was 12 and I was 12. So our 12-year-old year, year we, we, were, uh, we were amongst the top three pitchers in the league. And this kid was so good that he would walk the bases loaded, but just, like, dicking around to see if he could strike out the sock. <laughs> okay, so – you don't want to do that, but he would do this. And, Talk and he about obnoxious, though. See, the thing is, that, that's the whole thing that, like, he was confident, but he was not cocky at all. Like, sure. He didn't, he, he, he wasn't like, okay, I'm, I'm going to walk the bases loaded. I'm going to straighten motherfuckers out. Like, he wasn't like that at all. <laughs> Um, I don't. I'd almost respect that, though. I mean, that's like. But and it's funny. Like uh, <laughs> I, we're completely off on a tangent now. But his son is a um, up and coming country singer, like breaking it big. Is, uh, is play? I mean, like does uh, has a couple of record, like has at least one record out. Uh, it's played down Nashville, like the Grand Old Opry and stuff like that, like. Awesome. Yeah, he's 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 really breaking it big. So, um, get him on the pod. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so, I don't. Of course, you would not want them to do that, but I totally that made to- perfect sense to me. Uh, when they blew game two, <laughs> or, or when they blew the fourth game, then I was just like, oh my god, because I I almost expected them to lose tonight and be down three two, and then win the next two they load the bases and now they, they can't afford another loss um the the uh the loss last night though really kind of jarred me because i was i was having a um a, a, like a tough night mentally so i had gone to bed and i had money on them and so when i went to you bed yeah they were up four two <laughs> and I went to sleep thinking, okay, like they're gonna win this, like because it was in the fucking eighth inning, four two in the eighth. I'm like, okay, I don't really have anything to worry about. And I get up 
um, in the middle of the night, I, I go look at my, uh, my DraftKings account, and it's the same value as it was when I went to sleep. And I'm like, I'm like huh? And so, like, I rub my eyes awake and shit like that. And then I go and I look, and I see that they fucking lost. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, <laughs> Oh, so then I then I w- w- went through and I watched it because I taped it, and I'm just like, uh, and and you had gone off about um, Kimbrough on Twitter, and 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 like I said in my my tweet to you or my reply tweet to you, he had two bad games, but he hadn't given up a run in the postseason before that, so he's not sucking; he just sucked. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. It's just it was back to back nights, you know. What yeah, I mean? it was back to back nights. Then you start you start clenching your your butt cheeks like, is this guy fucking unraveling before our eyes? You know what I mean? Like, right. See, and that's the thing. Again, because of your age, you weren't around for the '93 World Series with Mitch the Wild Thing Williams. The Wild Thing, yeah, I've heard, yeah, I've heard. The, yeah. You've heard stories, I'm sure, but. I mean, I lived that. Me and Kurt Schilling, I mean, Kurt, we used to put a fucking towel over his head whenever he would come out of a game. Oh, Mitch my would take the, God. I, yeah. Uh, needless Talk to about say, support. Mitch, right? Mitch wasn't a real big fan of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I I mean, I think all's right now with them that they, they got their mojo back. Um, and... I fully expect them to go home and take care of business. Uh, was it Monday? Monday, yeah. And then rest up for the series, uh, which it looks like now it'll be the Astros. We get our wish of, of getting a chance to fucking beat those pricks. Um, <laughs> it's man, I wanted to be the Rangers. Though. I just I don't know. I, I wanted a new face in there, and I I don't. I'm not a fan of. I mean, I trust me. I want the Phillies to win, but it's like when it's the same. Like I hated when it was like, uh, what was it, Golden State and Cleveland? It was like yeah. Golden State, Cleveland, Golden State, Cleveland, every finals, you know. And now, now, like I just like seeing a new, a new, like that's why it is a little bit cool to see the Diamondbacks in this. And like credit to them. I mean, they've made this a series, which I thought, I thought they'd win one game. I thought they'd win that. I thought they were gonna get swept. I mean, the the way that they were playing. Because they gave they gave up in game two. Yeah, they, psychologically, they stopped, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. They stopped running shit out. They like you said, they let that fucking pop fly drop. That in that infield pop fly drop in between three players. Yeah, like yeah. Th- that shit. They just looked thoroughly demoralized, and so I'm just like, they're gonna sweep. I mean. I didn't put yeah. any money down on it, thank God. But um, <laughs> I thought for sure, like they'd win that game when they came back. I called that when they that game three. That like I just thought they'd do enough. You know, I just had that like, all right, they're coming home. They got their ass kicked a couple times. Like they're they're gonna not that that's a super that that crowd is about as as wishy washy as as anybody. Yeah. Well, all I mean, most West Coast crowds are like that because. They have so many more other things that they could be doing with their life yeah. rather than sitting there. And that's why San Diego has had such a tough time um, with attendance with baseball and football. That's why the, I mean, that's why the fucking Chargers moved because yeah. Yeah. San Diego, I mean, you live in a beach, 
two two hours away from skiing. Why would you want to go watch a fucking eight and eight football team? Well, yeah, that's the Chargers for you, but um, no, I I I mean the the Dodgers though. I mean, I guess just because they have such history and it's like you know. LA, like it's the whole thing. So they, they get, they get, they're one of the best, I shouldn't say one of the best fan bases, but they get, they get crowds out there. So yeah, they, they um, definitely have no trouble drawing. Right, right. But yeah, I mean, I, I thought Diamondbacks would win that game three. They barely eat that out, but last, or not, last, well, now two nights ago, basically, because we're, we're over the midnight hour, but like that game four, yeah, game mm-hmm. four. I was like, holy shit, like, this is just unreal. Like, what is happening in this game? And, like, uh, early on in that game, I don't know if you were, if you were watching it at the time, but uh, Christopher Sanchez gets a, gets a grounder back to him, and he forgot – he had to have forgotten how many outs there were. Like, yeah. Because he, he had a gimme double play. Yeah. And, and he kind of under, underhand flips it to Harper, and, like, you can tell Harper's, like, thinking, what the fuck, man, but – he didn't say it, um, you know, bit his tongue. But like, I was like, man. And then, and then for Rob to come out there and pull, he was like at sixty some pitches. I mean, he was wasn't having a great night. Like, let me put it that way. Like, he wasn't efficient. Like, he was at sixty some pitches in the third inning. I mean, that's not ideal by any stretch. But they kind of abused that bullpen because the game before, you know mm-hmm. that. They they went through just damn near everybody and 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 taxed them. So I, I really didn't understand that. I mean, I know Sanchez wasn't on, like I said, but for them to pull him out in the third and then it, I mean, your fourth inning on is bullpen is I, I don't necessarily agree with that move. I know they probably looked at analytics and all that, cons, you know, to make that move at, at that given time and and that type of thing. But they were there. The Phillies definitely weren't sharp in game four uh, what's it just seemed like they they thought oh we got this we don't really have to work for this one it was just bizarre I mean the the bats came alive just like they did tonight I mean the, they've been scoring runs I mean if they score less than five um I'm shocked pretty much game three yeah. the, except, the game three really the exception but I mean Bryce hit, hit it's an absolute bomb tonight it seems like Schwarber's hitting one every single night now yeah um, um so I I fully Expect them to close the series out uh, next, you know, was this game five going into game five? Um, yeah, I, I just, you're, you're, you're seeing, like I've said it all series, like the, the Phillies are far and away a, a better team right now. Give the Diamondbacks credit. I think they've shown a lot of grit. I, I thought them winning more than one game would be a shocker. And then, you know, back to back games, they win and, and at least make it competitive, but Phillies will advance. I, I, you know, Phillies Astros again, most likely, unless the Rangers pull something out of, out of the hat. But yeah, other than that, I guess not too much to talk about. It's kind of gone a little bit surprising. Uh, the Diamondbacks have, have made a run a little bit, but Phillies will uh, will ultimately come out victorious. And then to to switch gears to, to the last thing I want to talk to you about, how much do you uh, do you like the Kelly Green? And the fact that the Eagles are bringing it back. It's, I wish they'd bring it back permanently. I, I do, too. I, I think they should. Uh, it's the, the logo better. The colors are better. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Uh, and because of, because of my advanced age, I can remember when they won, when they still wore the Kelly Green regularly. And 
just the best best uniforms in the league. So I'm I'm pretty psyched about that. Um, Long time coming to bring them back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean they're they're two point favorites tomorrow. Uh, it'll be interesting. They did um, activate Julio to from up from the practice squad to the um, active roster. So it'll be interesting to see how much run he gets. I had uh, I I think I had told you before. Um, this is my hot take on him. I I'm a bit, I I love Julio. I think that he's probably. I mean, obviously, he's seen his his better days are well past him. Um, <laughs> right. I would be surprised if he's on the roster at the end of the year. Yeah, you said that. That, that does surprise me a little bit. I mean, my thing with him is I remember when, I mean, obviously as a Falcon, like one of the better players in the league, that type of thing. And But when he went to play with Brady, I was like, oh, my God, like this is not good because, you know, he can play. But, right. I mean, that guy, he's he's kind of like Odell Jr. Like he – he wakes up in the morning, stubs his toe, and falls down the steps, and it's just like, my God, man! Like, to stay healthy for five minutes for him is a chore. So, I, I just that's where I'm a little bit like, you know, he's been he's been a free agent for quite. Some, I mean, he's been a free agent all year. It's like nobody picked him up. It's right. Just, well, I mean, what value is he really bringing? You know what I mean? Like, I don't exactly. Know. Now, I mean, from a matchup standpoint, with his height. Uh, he, I think, presents very interesting and intriguing um, opportunities for Jalen uh, down in the in the red zone and, and like first and goal situations and things like that. But the the point that you just made there, I mean, he was a, he's been a free agent all, all year. Well, I mean, you mean to tell me that nobody else needs a wide receiver? <laughs> right. Yeah, and it's. And, and we have we have arguably the, the, the best tandem in the league. Yeah, it's just finding that number three. That you know, number three for us is I forget his name's Zamalchus or something. Something weird it starts with a Z. He's almost becoming more of a threat than than Quez. I mean, Quez is just Quez. yeah. I I don't quite get you know he he can't figure it out. Yeah, um, it's, it, it's been it's, very disappointing. Right, yeah. With the speed that he has, if he could just catch the damn ball, it's, it would be it would be something. But yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely you know a ripple through the through the airwaves that you know Julio Jones was going to sign with the Eagle. Like that was just out of left field to say the least. But I mean, if he can contribute in any way, if he can help us win a couple of games, it's probably worth it. Um, like, oh no, yeah, because I can't imagine that they they <laughs> they gave him much. No chump change, I'm sure. I mean good for him like you know hopefully he like i said he can showcase something uh if if he helps us win two games all year and then he's not on the active roster by the end of the year so be it i mean i wish wish they would have found uh calvin johnson out there just roaming around <laughs> megatron yeah. yeah why not yeah. why not give him the opportunity to win that would be something else but no it's uh yeah, maybe maybe they'll go get Mike is maybe the Patriots will do us a little solid and we'll go get Mike Izecki and then we'll have a real threat in the red zone too because he's like six 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 seven tight end, you know what I mean? So, that can jump out of the stadium. 
Yeah, I I've always thought I mean, I know he went to Penn State, so I'm always gonna have that uh you know, that bias. But I mean I would take him for a cheap a cheap little deal, um, any day of the week. Would you have him play over Goddard? No, no, I wouldn't, but I would utilize him. You know what I mean? Like I'd I'd still I'd run like you know, heavy personnel and stuff like that, you know, and stuff right. like that. And get, yeah, I'd get him it, involved for sure. Yeah, I like I, I like offenses that, that can utilize a two tight end set um in their package. Um which is I I, I would like to see Penn State do a little bit more of that. hundred percent. Yeah. Um oh, I just broke my heart again. <laughs> so somehow somehow we always we always get back to Penn State. All uh, well, that, I mean, that's where our, our hearts lie. Like, um, nothing better than college. Football. No, because my my best friend, like I had said, um, he he said, uh, I think this is the first time that I care more about the Phillies than I do about Penn State. And I'm like, that's nah, not true, Kyle. I mean, you were the same way because. Um, He's he's a uh, delivery driver. He drives for like Uber and stuff like that. So I'm like, you were the same way last year when you were driving around. You can, like, you listen to every game. We love we like listening to the games on the radio almost as much, if not more so, than actually watching them on TV. And I'm just like, Kyle, you listen to every goddamn game that, that was on there. I mean, you were calling <laughs> me back and forth, like, and this was when Penn State was they had run their record this five an hour or whatever, and then played Michigan. And then a couple of weeks later, they played Ohio State. So I'm just like, nah. It, it just feels that way now because today was just so – it was disheartening. I mean, that's there's no other way to it. Like, I'm crying right now. It's not because I'm, I'm – I mean, my tears have, have elapsed from that. I'm just crying because I've been yawning for the last half hour. <laughs> it's – but uh. Oh my God! I I just the way I felt after that game to 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 summarize it was just it felt like all the wind was out of my sail. Like I had just had I was. It's not even like waving the white flag because they didn't get their ass you know chewed up and spit out. But it was just it it, it all the air was out of the balloon. It was just right. like my God! Like it it just it just sucks because. And once, then I just I saw a thing on Twitter where it said uh, I apologize for interrupting you. Um, I saw a thing on Twitter that showed a picture of uh, Alar in uh, the press conference, and it said, um, the caption said, like, it was all Drew could do. Uh, to, he was fighting back tears. And the caption was, Drew, Drew said, I sucked. And, and I mean, I, I – I mean, most kids are going to say that. I mean, every now and then some kid's going to throw his teammates under the bus or whatever. But, it's, like, he, he's not saying anything that is like, oh, but, I mean, it just – he seems like a genuine kid. And and then they, they had a piece or, uh, before the game about his um, – I think it was either his co- – yeah, his cousin was killed in a, uh, a car accident, uh, like, Going into his senior year of high school, he was older than Drew, and Drew it was like Drew's idol and all that shit. And say so did this whole heart moving warming piece, and I mean, I just yeah, he, he but he did he he sucks today. I mean, <laughs> it's not I, funny, I but it's just yeah the the whole the whole full circle yeah on it. Yeah, and, and it's not a question that, like he doesn't suck 
he just sucked. He had he had a bad day. Uh, yeah. This doesn't negate the fact. And one hundred percent, he he. I'll say it like this though: he did. He chose a bad day to have a bad day. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, absolutely. It, it's not like they were playing Northwestern where they could really overcome it, or or you know even even the Illinois of the world like. You play and God, I hate saying it like this, but you play the Ohio State University as as they hey, well. Don't say it. Like, don't don't say that. Just say Ohio State <laughs> University. You don't need to fucking. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll get canceled if I don't say the you know before. I, I, I I'm pretty sure that you're not going to. <laughs> they, but um, those people are just oh my god. I I I will go so far as to unless I'm writing something officially, I very I don't capitalize Ohio State. I just write in small case. That's my little like fuck you, Ohio State. Like, <laughs> they uh uh I I have wet dreams of uh, the days that, that Penn State rolls Ohio State like they do like they do us. Like if we could flip it on its on its head and go five and zero against them and you know just, just I need to see that one you know right just, now I just want to see two and zero. I I have never seen two and zero. Yeah. It's like it's asking too much. You're asking. Yeah. <laughs> you, you you wouldn't think it was, but and uh, and again, I mean, it just feels like talent wise, with the exception of the wide receiver room, we're right there with these running backs that we have, and we're getting. Uh, I mean, that cupboard's not getting run down and, and emptied anytime soon. I think just, offense, maybe offensive coordinator wise. I I, I don't. Quite, I don't know. I wish I may. I wish your situation went up there and said I fucking sucked today. I, I he sh- well, he might have. I mean, we, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch all the press conferences. No, but, I don't um, think he had. I, I saw I, Franklin had one. Aller had one. I don't think. I you know the coordinators don't really get the, the the light of day. But I just yeah. I mean I I like Drew Aller a lot. He's got to you know obviously play better. The receivers got to play better. The offensive line's got to play better. They, they have a ton of things they got to correct once again. But um, if they somehow beat Michigan, which like I, that's how I say, if somehow they beat Michigan, um, you know this this could still you can still salvage a a successful year. But it's of of the two teams, I would have loved to see them pull this game out and and lose the Michigan. Like give me give me the, the you know the opposite. Like I just. Right. After watching Drew struggle on the road um, his first couple of games, I that's it, this is how I envisioned, like, if we're going to beat one of the two squads, this is going to be how it happens. Because – and it, it, this went pretty much the way that, I mean, that I envisioned. Like, I, I bet the under I, – I mean, I did take a little, a little action on – Penn State plus the five and a half. So the, the, to see them lose by fucking eight, it was disheartening. But um, yeah, this is exactly what I, I mean, what I envisioned. I, I thought, I didn't think it was going to be a shootout, but I definitely th- thought the offense was going to play more consistently than they did. You know, like I thought we'd see a 40 or 50 yard bomb a couple times. Like I thought, there'd be some explosive plays in the running game and, and they wouldn't abandon it. Like, I just thought, I, I didn't think offensively we, we would be so just inept, you know what I mean? Whether it was the play calling or the execute, whatever it was, you know, I right. just, I expected more 
I'm not saying I didn't. I didn't expect them to put up forty. Like I, I, I picked them to win. I think it was like twenty-seven, twenty-one. So I thought it would be a game, you know, in the twenties. But to say, you know, if you would have told me they would score twelve points and they didn't score a touchdown until the last, you know, two minutes or whatever, a little over a minute, whatever. But I, I would have been a little bit shocked at that because I, I just thought. Alar being as good as he is, I thought they'd find a way to move the ball on Ohio State, and they really didn't. And, you know, whether it's a testament to Ohio State or, or just the inept of the play calling and execution and all that. But, um, yeah, we all we can do is move forward and right. turn the page and kick the shit out of Indiana, which I hope they do. And, yeah, that's re- that's really it. But I'll, I'll shout out our, our normal uh, podcasting group that we, inter- we interact with and uh i'll let i'll let you get the the plugs out there for for what you got going on but um yeah shout out to the 1420 sports podcast definitely check those guys out uh more than 10 million different shows that you can you know see on their their channels and the, and on their twitter account and, and such so check those guys out check out the uh fan in the van jim plotner over there uh, always bringing you some some funny content, some some tangents, and some impersonations of Bill Belichick too. So that's that's great stuff. And then uh, also uh, two dudes with sports news. Um, there's theater and college hoops, uh, Maryland sports betting group, which I got to shout those guys out as well. There, there's a ton. It'll be in the Twitter uh, the Twitter feed once I I upload this, but this will be up soon. Um, we are gonna keep plugging away, and you know. Phillies are, are about to be World Series bound, so we'll have that to talk about and a whole lot more. So we'll, we'll be coming at you this week.